Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Well, I have a parade of techniques straight out of the virtual business breakthrough. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Well, one of our students watched Luke Sasek spin the wheel of names. Oh, yeah. For his giveaway and thought, how can I use that? So what he's going to do is he's going to put everybody, put all kinds of gift cards into the wheel, and it won't be a wheel of names, it'll be a wheel of gift cards. Ooh. And everybody who sends him a referral or writes him a review gets to spin the wheel and win a gift card. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> what a cool way to take that wheel of fortune, kind of prices right wheel, and romance it and use it for book of business. Luke Sasek sold us Cutco Cook. Oh, Cutco Knives, Knives. Yeah. right, as client gifts and was at our live business breakthrough. I love seeing someone take that idea and run with it. I have an I operated techniques right out of business breakthrough as well. Well. How about that? <laughs> the live one. So here's a guy who came home from Covington, Kentucky, totally fired up. He set new goals. He had analyzed his numbers and his big breakthrough was he went on, he went on, in order to get 50 to 55 listings, he needs to get 75 listing appointments that he attends. Great ratio. Yeah, that's a great ratio. And he's discovered two new prospecting methods um, that generated 15 leads and two actual buyers this past week. Um, one was working expireds using the Vulcan 7 system that one of our students had talked about after Business Breakthrough was over. Live long and prosper. And the other was to focus on his book of business and really upgrade his conversations with his book of business. And so that dug out those leads. Here's a guy that's got LFTs. Those are called Look Forward Tos. All scheduled in for next year totally jazzed about the coming year and you can be too so spend some time getting ready for 2021 because it's going to be great if we make it great i love the breakthroughs that we came out of kentucky and the virtual with and my ask the experts comes out of one of those breakthroughs oh yeah more like a revelation okay you know i i think we do a lot of good with those assignments yeah yeah and right Especially the one that says, identify your sources of business. Hey, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what the assignments are, there were four of them given once a week starting in mid-October. So if you're interested in getting a hold of those, send me an email, mary at floydwickman.com. I'll make sure you get all four assignments in an email format. Fair enough? Still time to get them done. Oh, yeah. 
So, the, but the third assignment was, what am I spending money on? And uh -huh. is it generating business for me? What's the return? Right. Yeah. So the revelation was, I looked at the open rate and the unsubscribe rate on my monthly newsletter. Right. And I'm having an open rate of 7%. Oh, my gosh. And she was um, disappointed in that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else reassured her, hey, that's actually pretty good, uh -huh. you know. But the unsubscribe bothered her. And she said, what should I do? Should I keep doing the newsletter? Here's how much it's costing. I really can't point to any business that came from it. What's your advice, board of directors? So... Do something different instead, was the first piece of advice. Use fewer words and more visuals. Because oh. people are attracted and they open visual things more often than not. Uh, check your comments on your newsletter. Hmm. You know, make it personal. Make your content inspirational. One of the people on her team did a pie giveaway that they do every year. At and Thanksgiving? The people told her they look forward to getting the newsletter. Oh, really? But she only does it six times a year. Hmm. Someone else does it quarterly. Uh, print is still the medium of choice for a newsletter because it goes into the mailbox. But consider this. If you're doing a blog, put that into your newsletter. If you're doing a podcast, feature that in your newsletter. Personal contacts after the newsletter goes out. And then there's a thing called Lolo, L-O-L-O. -L -O. Are you familiar with that? We've talked about it on the podcast like yeah. three times. It's a way to help local businesses. Yeah. And the, the local businesses help offset the cost of the newsletter. So if you can incorporate Lolo into your newsletters, it's even better. Cool. Do you have an Ask the Experts? I do. Here's, here's, here's the way the question came out. How am I going to get signatures in the month of December? How can I get more Siggies in December? Write a lot of checks. Well, <laughs> I, loved, I love the answers. I'm just going to rattle off good, bad, indifferent, you know, agreement or disagreement. Here's the first one. We don't know the market in the spring. Now we know the market. You bet. We have low inventory right now. That means there's a lot of buyers out there, and a lot of buyers means drive the price up. Now is perfect. The future is unknown. Love all that. How about this one? Um, set a goal to help them get their projects finished with a time limit, and just plan on activating the listings in early January. Get the signature now. The date is January 2 or 3 or 7. Here's one. Set a deadline. Give them a deadline. Here's one. Uh, stop by with a book of matches and tell them if they don't list, you're going to burn their house down. <laughs> uh, that was actually advice. The and then New here's Jersey one. Listing appointment. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that was my response. Yes. Go ahead and say it. List your house with me tonight or your vacant lot tomorrow. That's right. right. Um, we got to credit Floyd with that. Yeah, he's, the one, he's the one that gave us that one. And then how about the sharp angle close? If I could show you that this is a better time, would you? If you, um, if you knew you could put more money in your pocket now, uh, would you consider going ahead now? If you didn't have to, if I could show you a way so that you didn't have to move until you're ready, would you? And then, of course, that supersede clause that we just talked about recently and at virtual 
breakthrough, have everything ready. Have your photos ready. Have the, uh, the staging done. Every single thing ready. Every disclosure signed. Every I dotted and T crossed. And all you're waiting for is to push the button to activate the listing. And you do that the moment they find a house. So they find a house. Boom. Um, you you activate the listing and then you notify with your offer on the house that they buy that we are listing it today it is completely ready and should take between 24 and 48 hours to sell and then we will firm up our offer so it's a little bit like a contingency but especially if you've got a hot deal and you know that house is gonna sell within 24 hours have everything ready to pull that trigger Give the seller an out clause on that as well. Mm, you know, yeah. If they get a better offer within the period. 48 hours or 24 um, hours. Then you have to remove the supersede clause yeah. or back out. Yeah. It could well, be even six hours notice or it's something. It's going to take that long anyway. Well, so, right. But it gives them peace of mind. Yeah. They're and not going to lose anything. Exactly. Right. And you know what, what we have said every December. Take out your calendar. You don't have to work 24-7 for the rest of this year. Yep. You can go into January with momentum, with a head start, with a full head of steam, and relaxed with family time and some time off. So take a look at your calendar. Decide which days am I going to work, which days am I not going to work. And the days I'm going to work, how much of the day am I going to work? Right. You don't have to necessarily put in those normal 12 to 18 hour days that you have been doing this year. Because this is a time of rest and a time of joy, for a some. time of celebration, yeah. a time for family. And networking such as it is. Exactly. You know, we've been invited to eight holiday parties, you know, in recent years. I've heard this from students. I don't know how am I going to go to 12 holiday parties. Well, this year... I would guess that you're not going to be going to 12 holiday parties in a little black dress. You might wear that little black dress in front of a Zoom party, though. I'd look funny. Well, yeah, you, you definitely should not be wearing the little black dress. Anyway, yeah, let's take advantage of these opportunities to deepen relationships, to enjoy family, friends, etc., and work when you're at work. Plan Love it. Plan the rest of the month and happy holidays, y'all. Yeah.